0: yeah what's going on everybody you are now tuned in to fix pro tips you know your number one stop for business sports and entertainment bringing you nothing but real up-to-date content hope you guys are ready we have another one for you we got a good one we got some good things to talk about we got some more updates we got all the goods all in one place. So let's get to it. I appreciate you taking the time to sit here and talk with me about this.
1: No worries. No worries. It's... I mean, we are in camp, but let's do this.
0: How you feeling, man? How's camp going?
1: Good. Good. Actually, great. I mean... Mentals are right, so you know it's a lot easier to just everything for everything to flow and and you know for us to, to just get things done.
0: That'll work, man. That's that's good to hear. It's great to actually see you back, man, because you you're one of those few exciting fighters that, regardless of what's going on, you're always going to bring the fight. So it's definitely good to yes, sir. to have you back. Um, personally, um, I I believe your style is perfect for someone like Brona. I believe that. The type of pressure you apply, he's proven over and over again. He can't deal with that. Um, And I I just, I don't see him being able to go in there and actually trade with you. It's not his fight. He wants to stay on the outside, kind of fight a slower tempo, and that's not your approach. So I think that overall is going to, I think it's going to go maybe seven, eight rounds. I think you stop him early.
1: Well, that's that would be ideal. We don't get paid overtime, so you know, the sooner, the sooner we get out of there, the better for the both of us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, what, what's, what's your approach? Uh, like, cause coming off of an undefeated streak, and then you have these back-to-back losses, and obviously, you know, you you have had personal issues to deal with and obstacles to overcome. How do you prepare yourself? You know, going in, especially with a trash talker
1: like Broner at that. Honestly, there's nothing that there's nothing that he can do or say that that's going to be tougher than what I've already been through. You know, the, the fight that I had with myself was the toughest fight. I actually don't feel like I lost to my opponents. I feel like I lost to myself in those fights. And, you know, I came up short for myself. I didn't have enough love for myself. And it was all me against me, you know, and those guys just happened to, to take advantage. Um, because I know that, uh, that me at 100%, there's no way they would have beat me. And there's no way anyone would beat me at 100% because I know what I can do. And I know the kind of animal that I am in the ring. And healthy me is is unstoppable.
0: Absolutely. And, and I believe that's, that's why, you know, PBC, Al Heyman, they didn't give up on you. They know. They Know what they got in the hands, you know. If, if you find a, a gold brick in the road just because it's dirty, you're not going to put it back on the road, and yeah. you know, obviously, they know what they got with you. Um, I'm excited, I think. Um, this is the right kind of fight, the right kind of name to get you back on mainstream. Um, unfortunately, in this sport, you know how it is out of sight, out of mind, and one loss can be the end of a career. People love you enough where even after two losses, they're ready for you, they're waiting for you, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I people know what they're gonna get, and I and I feel like having witnessed my last two fights, they know that 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 wasn't me, and I have the receipts to prove it, you know. And you know, I I got my diagnosis, and the people that know know, and the people that don't know, well, obviously, there are a whole lot of people that we know know don't know shit about boxing, and yet, you know, they they they're talking so people that don't know about mental health and how important it is to one's life obviously they're going to talk and make light of it but to those who know and and those have that have been following my journey and those that you know that are interested in in my story which you know slowly but surely i'm sure that pieces more and more bits of my story are going to come up and uh they're gonna understand that, like it, it, just wasn't easy outside of the ring, especially with something as heavy as boxing. You know, because you don't play boxing, and and it's something that, aside from all the issues that I had going on outside of boxing, you have to deal with the pressure of, you know, it could be my last fight as as a normal person. You know, any punch could be the any any punch could change my life you know, and, and change everyone's life that's around me. So it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on me and it was, it just got to be too much. I guess these last couple of fights, I, things were just spiraling out of control and, and, you know, it feels good to say that right now there's really no damage control that's going on. I am in complete control of camp. My weight's really good. I'm averaging I'm gravitating around 10 pounds from weight, which is nothing. I know I could go lower if I wanted to, but we're not pushing it either. We have plenty of time till the fight. And uh, yeah, man, it's just a matter of taking it easy and, and having fun and enjoying myself because it's also the first time that I get to just have fun with what I do and love what I do because I never had that chance either.
0: Absolutely, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that you touched on that. I was just uh, having this conversation with my son probably about an hour ago where I told him that when people find their greatest success is when they're having fun doing what they do, doing what they love. And the fact that you hit that on the head, it, it really speaks volumes as it's a, the type of performance that not just myself, but the people can expect coming from you because of is in the ring having fun or a basketball player. Those are the guys that are most dangerous to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, before any of this, you know, I, I I hated everything about boxing. I hated boxing in general. That's why I don't like watching boxing. I I love fighting. If if I could just fight, I would love nothing more because being in the in the ring is, to me at least, is is the most peaceful thing. And it, as as hard as that you know it is to believe, it's just. It's what I've been doing my whole life. You know, there, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. There's nothing else that would fulfill me as much. And I, I feel like boxing was made for me, and I was made for boxing. Absolutely. You, you
0: started very young, five, five years old, correct? Five years old. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, I started training at six. My first fight was at seven.
0: Nice. So, yeah, you, you've definitely you paid your dues and done some. Definitely nah, man,
1: twenty five, twenty five years, going yeah. on twenty six now.
0: Yeah, you got, and you got a lot of names on your resume. That's that's the one thing that I I I've been telling people. You know, everyone's obviously they're gonna have their 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 comments and things, and I'm like, look, man, you got a rock solid resume, man. You fought in all the guys that they put in front of you. I've never heard of a controversy behind you not making a fight because of who was getting the bigger purse or whose backyard it was in. You've always put in the work. I remember against uh, Guerrero. Which that's that's really the fight that I I, I look at stylistically. Uh, mm-hmm. If you approach the Brona fight with that approach, he doesn't stand a chance. That type of pressure.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, you know. And I just I just want to be healthy. I just want to be healthy so I can just go out there and beat the shit out of somebody, you know, like that. Or they can take it out of me, but at least make it fun. Not not like my last fights, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, just, I just want to be healthy enough to, to do that, to have fun in there because, you know, that I, I think these last two fights were so hard, especially because I just, I wasn't having fun. I didn't, I didn't have fun in the fight. I didn't have fun leading up to the fight. I didn't have fun, obviously, after the fights. Like, it was just, it was just horrible, man. And I, I. I I think guerrero was the last th- actually I wasn't even happy for guerrero. I just I was just so mad I was just fighting out of anger because I hated life. I hated everything. I hated myself. I hated my dad I hated boxing. I just I just had a lot of anger and You know, I think I think the last fight that I fought happy was against Arakawa, And we all know how that fight went, yeah. you know, even though I broke both of my hands Yeah. uh it's still a fight that that i love because it was action-packed i got to beat the hell of us out of somebody and i got the the hell out of me too to an extent right
0: and that that's and that's something that i I speak on as well with you have that grit you know like not only are you good at dishing out the punishment but you take it man like you fucking you know you get in there bro and it's like it's it's just crazy because like speaking with you is like if 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 I didn't know any better, if I met you anywhere casually, I would never in years think that you're a fighter just based on the type of person you are. You know, you're not disrespectful. You're not. You're just a good person. But in that ring, it's a whole different situation. And I'm excited about the upcoming fight. I'm excited about what's next because the division is wide open. You know, I I I believe you know Broner. He has the name again to put you right back. Where you belong, yeah. And after that, man, it it just begins to hit this So I was just kind of wondering, what is the goal? Because I, you know, I'm sure you would like to be world champion again. So do we have like a, a strategy in place as into, like, who do we want next? I know we don't ever look past an opponent, but in the perfect world, in the perfect scenario, what what would be next for you?
1: Honestly, I. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not focused on any of that. I'm more focused on my mental health. I'm, not, I'm more focused on me. And uh, after Broner, hopefully everything goes well. I I, I don't know, you know. Uh, if, if it aligns with, with what I want to do and I'm happy about what I'm doing and I feel like I want to fight again, well, then we'll go at it. I mean, like I said, thus far, I haven't found anything that fulfills me as much as boxing. Um, and I don't think I'm going to find anything else that fulfills me as much as boxing, especially because I feel like I still have a lot left in the tank and, uh, and boxing is a very jealous sport. So, so in my head, especially with everything that I have going on, uh, I'm very one track minded, or I have that hyper focus that makes it so hard to dedicate time to different things at once, especially something that takes as much attention as boxing. Like, you know, like they say, boxing is a very jealous sport. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I'm focused on this fight. This fight's the only thing that matters to me right now. God willing, everything goes right. You know, we'll see. If we'll go from there. Uh, in,
0: in regards to Adrian Bronin as as a fighter, because he does have talent. Um, I believe that a focused Adrian Bronin is a dangerous fighter. I don't believe that. He has been um, as effective in moving up to the 147. So that's another thing that I believe plays in your favor. I don't think that it matters what division you would have faced him at. I think the result is going to be the same. Um, You're a more disciplined fighter. um, And you just, you handle business, you know. That's that's the difference. You know, you're a professional. um, And he's a professional fighter, but he's not a professional individual. So there's things that he's going to do. It just never favored him, it hasn't favored him in the past, and it certainly won't favor him against someone like you. that will exploit the mistakes you're not afraid to commit you're not afraid to engage. um What are some of the things that he brings to the table that makes you feel like you can't afford to you know slip up with?
1: Well, he's a great fucking fighter. I mean, he's you know, he's a what, four-time, four-division champ. I mean, just that doesn't happen just because. Regardless, no matter the team that you have, no matter how much they want to facilitate things and, and you know, lead you down the great... No, like, you still have to put in a lot of work and you still have to be gifted and you still have to be talented and you still have to be these guys. And he's been in there with some top fucking names. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... So I mean, that in itself is is enough for me to. I mean, I'm going to be 100% the way I'm going to give it my all. But even more so, we're we're very cautious and we're approaching this with with all the severity that that it needs to be approached because we know that regardless, even if he's not 100% focused or anything like that, you know, we gotta we gotta assume that he is because we have to be ready for the for the best version of Adrian Broner. Yeah, yeah, because and we're uh, hoping
0: this for him. Yeah. This for him, as well as a, is a, you know, for him is a make or break scenario. I, I think that people are tired of him putting himself in this position and then letting mm-hmm. the people down. And I think that you know he's kind of he's kind of taking a, a slice too many out of the pie. Um, like I said, I yeah. I think he chose the wrong opponent to to go for this rematch for And my personal, like I said, my personal fan. I like him. I believe. Uh, he has great boxing ability, but I think stylistically you are a nightmare for him. Um, but away a, a from the fight, briefly, what um, what are some of the things that uh, you do or are doing or, or planning on doing to you know down the line set yourself up for like success outside of boxing? Like that's pretty much like what I cater to is uh, helping other fighters. Uh, understand that there's more to life outside of boxing. Like some people, they get so caught up with boxing, 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 and boxing yeah. is over. Some people end it with injuries. Some people retire prematurely because they have poor management. And some people retire the right way. So I I just like to bring light to fights and understand that you got a plan for life outside of boxing because you will be retired longer than you are active.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's something that hadn't really crossed my mind until recently, especially, like I said, once I, I find out, I got my diagnosis and I and I saw, saw the severity of things, it, it kind of changed my perspective. And, and I did, uh, obviously, I have, especially after my losses, I contemplated retiring because I knew that aside from, from what I had going on in the ring and all that, and how tough boxing is, you know, I had all this other baggage personal stuff that I was dealing with and so now that I got my diagnosis it's like damn like all right so now that I have that confirmed and I know what I'm dealing with like is it something that I'm going to be able to handle while going through a training camp I'm, and you know having to prepare for a fight and blah 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 you know I have kids too and and especially knowing how fragile our minds are you know it's something that I that I gave serious consideration to but like I said, I still feel like I have a lot left in the tank. And especially because of the way that my last fights have gone. I feel like there's just so much unfulfilled destiny or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I wanted to give it, if if, if it is my last dance in the ring, well, then I'm going to give it a hell of a go. And, you know, I feel like I found the, the right, the perfect dancing partner in Adrian Broner, And I feel like this, this, this is it. You know, this is it. Regardless, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it hundred ten percent and and see where we go from here.
0: That works. Um in regards to camp, um training wise, what what's your team looking like? I know in the past you got criticism for, for training yourself.
1: Uh Yeah, I mean obviously I never trained myself. Yeah, I yeah. just had people I had people training me that weren't really known or, or my dad helping from yeah. Well, because the relationship with my dad has always been rocky. So, um, yeah, like I, I have my dad in my corner now, and I have, I have a good team around me. And I have my family, basically. And uh, with my dad at the helm, um, I feel like we have a perfect system going on right now. Like I said, I'm, I'm gravitating around 10 pounds from, from weight, and that's not really trying. It's just being healthy. You know, my, my body's coming around great. Everything's coming around great. My conditioning is great. It's just, we're just awaiting fight time.
0: That's, that's a beautiful thing, too, because uh, uh, a lot of people don't understand how much of a toll cutting weight takes on a fighter, you know. So the fact that you're, you're that close to making the weight, it, when it's time to turn up the heat, you'll turn it up, and you'll be at, you'll be at fight weight with no problem. So that, that definitely shows that camp is going well, and, and your, your eating habits are, are obviously in order. Um, anything that uh you would like to let the people know uh, fan wise or just people in general about you that what what they can expect for those that don't know who Omar Figueroa Jr. is for those who've never seen a fight for those that are going to see you for the first time because you're fighting agent burner what would you like them to know
1: that we're just trying our best out there there's no need to, to hate so much on fighters. I mean, we're putting our lives on the line and if anyone cares to find out what it's like, there, there are boxing gyms everywhere. Go and put some, put some gear on and get in the ring and, and find out for yourself. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's as best as I can explain it. And that's, that's without, you know, having to add the stress of camp and cutting weight and, you know, knowing that you're going to, go up against another world-class elite athlete you know that's wanting to kill you so the pressure of that too man like that's that's what separates the men from the boys having to be the disciplined enough to to go through a training camp and and do things right and make the weight and be in shape and and not just that but go out and perform put everything on the line and perform the day of the fight so you know that's that's as much as i can say on that
0: yeah, I, and I, I like that you touch on on those key topics because again, people uh, unfortunately they're so ruthless with the mouth, and you know they don't think about, you know, even as a fighter, right? Some some have thick skin and it just bounces right off of them, but they don't think about like you mentioned, you have you have kids, they don't know, they don't think about how your kids are, are going to feel about hearing these things, you, your wife, your, your your parents, right, your friends, and and so these are the added pressures that come with the fight game for a fighter because and like i said earlier you are a professional i've never seen you out of character i've never seen you trash talk anyone like you've been a professional from the beginning from the first time i saw you you've always carried yourself the same way so when you speak on when you speak on that it's it's really good to come from a fighter because person to person they don't want to hear it you know because you guys you guys are like modern day gladiators you know you guys go out there and you fight for our entertainment and it's a, it's a tough way to make a living, you know, and it's, yeah. it's only a select few. that can make it. Like I always say, they, they'll see a guy and say, Oh, he's a bum. I'm like that guy that you're calling a bum has put in countless hours in the gym to make it on that screen. The reason why he's yeah. on that TV is because he's had the commitment. He's had the dedication, the discipline to be able to stay, it, to make it to that level. You don't get on there by accident, you know? And unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, the sport that we love so much, people change opinions about fighters more than they change their underwear. So you could just have one bad performance and that's it. They want to write you off and look, uh Canelo, perfect example. He was pound king. Mm-hmm. He took a loss trying to chase greatness against Buvall and now they say, oh, he was a fraud. He's been cherry picking. Come on. Like, what does it take? So unfortunately, a person in your position Coming back from what you're coming for. Most people are probably counting you out. I'm rooting for you 110%. Uh, you have my support. I'm actually looking to get tickets to be there live. It's one of those fights where I feel I need to be there for. Um, I have a Thank transportation you. company. So, fortunately for me, I'll grab a load, go to Chicago, a yeah. truck, and I'll be there. Low willing, everything goes well. <laughs> and I'll be there rooting for you. Yes, I believe uh, it'll be a good night. You'll be victorious. And, you know, both, you know, at the end of the day, you guys are both men. You have family. So after a great performance, I always like to see both fighters walk out healthy, right? Because.
1: Yeah, that's that's the main thing.
0: That's the ultimate goal. You know, people don't understand, oh, the trash talking. They, you're doing your job. You're selling the fight. You know, we got to get people interested. We got to get you to show up, you know, but most what people don't know is most fighters outside of the ring, man, they can sit together, kick it and, and talk and it's business we're normal we're
1: normal people we're regular people but we just we're we're kind of in a in a sense forced to put on this different persona or take on a different persona because that's what it takes to get in the ring and lay your life on the line for for others entertainment you know we don't play boxing we're not out there getting even though i'm not i'm not taking away from football or basketball i'm not you know I'm not discrediting those sports because it takes a lot to make it to, to an elite level in any sport. But, I mean, when you weigh the, the sports, I mean, we're getting punched in the face. We're knocking each other. We're giving ourselves concussions on, on the regular. You know, that's our job. And, and you know, people are now taking all these injuries uh, seriously, which is something that we do on a daily basis when it comes to sparring and training, and especially fighting. Yeah. So that's something that you know, it's just it, it's it's tough. It's a tough sport, and that's why that's why you know not everyone makes it in boxing. Yeah, no, boxing is not for everyone, like you said.
0: You can you, you don't play boxing. You can play. I tell to people all the time. You can, as a kid, everyone's played karate at least one time. Yeah. Everyone's played cops and robbers. The one time you try to slap box with your friend, nine out of ten times, it turns out to a fight. So yeah. someone slapped a little too hard, something went wrong, and it became a fight. You can't yeah. hit, you can't play boxing, and, and that is the truth. Um, champ, I know you're in camp, it's late on both sides. Um, I want to say thank you for your time. But before I let you go, I like to do uh, a quick uh it's called 12 rounds with the champ. So I will give yeah. you uh two to three options and you pick one. Out of out of the options and I'll save those responses. I'll I'll then post it later and let your fans try to match your answers. Mm. If anyone yeah. if anyone can match nine of your responses, we would then set them up for either a uh autograph glove that we would send over so you can send over to them, or B, we if they chose the glove or a gift card, we would give them a hundred dollar gift card. If they match the 12 questions. They would get both, but if they okay. if they can't match at least nine, they gotta confess that they couldn't go twelve rounds with the champ. So, you okay with that? Yeah, I'm down. All right, cool. So I'm gonna start um, um, basketball, or football, basketball. Okay, um, uh, a home cooked meal or a five star restaurant.
1: Nah, hell no, home cook. There you go, home cook. My mom's an, my mom's an amazing cook, man. So I'm not trading that for one. There you go.
0: Um uh, would you rather drive yourself or be driven?
1: Drive myself.
0: Okay. Um greatest of all time, Mayweather or Ali?
1: Neither. <laughs> I would go with the Mexican fighter, man. Absolutely. Those those styles, but nah. I I would say Ali. Ali, okay. I, I out of those two, I agree,
0: agree. and and I, and I I say that not not because of records or fight style, but I think because of what Ali did for the sport and what he did for the people. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. I agree. Um. Netflix and chill, or a night out on the town. Netflix and chill. Okay. Okay. Um. You. You're a Latino just like me, you're Mexican. Uh, you prefer tacos or burritos? Tacos, uh, tacos, crunchy or soft? Soft, soft. Uh, I'm a crunchy guy. <laughs> well, I, mean,
1: I, don't, I don't know, I don't know any, any crunchy tacos gotcha. in, in actual Mexican cuisine, gotcha. so it's gotcha. you know,
0: okay, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense.
1: That's that's Taco Bell so That's not that's not Mexican cuisine. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, gotcha. Um, chicken or steak?
1: Steak. Steak. Okay. I stopped eating chicken like two years ago. Really? Yeah, it's bad for you, man. Chicken's horrible.
0: You know, it's funny. I stopped eating meat in, in general. Like I said, I have a transportation company, so like I hold all kind of products, and like it being in this industry, I I got to like see how. These things are handled and like how they'll, they'll they'll market fresh in the market and it was like I picked it up in Colorado yeah. drove across the country to deliver it somewhere and you tell me yeah. it's fresh like no it's not fresh so it's interesting when people oh. pick one or the other um, yeah uh, morning or night 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 okay um, beer wine liquor or none damn.
1: See, I stopped drinking too, but, but there's something about that buzz you get, man. I guess I would go, I would have to, you know, go with none just because I don't really do that anymore. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. That works. Uh, would you prefer cash or credit? Cash. Cash. Okay. Um, cash is
1: a universal language.
0: Absolutely. Everybody understands it. Everybody, um, would you prefer slim or thick
1: women? It depends how slim and depends how thick. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, I like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um uh in regards to uh music. Uh modern day or old school? Modern. Modern, okay. But I don't listen to any of that
1: mainstream stuff, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mainstream stuff is watered down. It's so repetitive. Sounds the same. It's 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 not music anymore. People don't put their heart into it no more. It's it's.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like people do. It's you know, everyone has their own style. Everyone does it their own way, but it's just not my preference.
0: Yeah, no, I get that part, but I'd say more is like a copycat style, like. Like if you if you put on like the radio, it sounds like one long record. You know, it's like when yeah. is, like yeah. you know back when we were coming. You know, every song was distinctive from each artist. They, yeah, everyone had their own sound. Like, like they, everyone they,
1: had this. Yeah, exactly. I get you. I, now, I get you.
0: Nowadays, it's like one producer for like thirty artists. You know, so it's just going to be the same sound. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that those are the twelve questions. Um, I'll 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 post it if we uh if we get someone to match I I will send you. So what I do is I wait for ten people to the message and then I'll send you the ten. You pick one at random, and then when you pick that person at random, we'll go back and we'll look at, at, at what the answers were. If they match, okay, then they get a prize. If they don't match, they have to confess on video that they couldn't go twelve rounds with the champ. Yeah, sounds good, man. Sounds good, champ. Um, I, again, I appreciate your time. Um. Keep keep going strong. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be in touch with you. So hopefully, like I I can see you in Chicago. Do your thing. I'll be rooting for you, man. And uh, let's 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 keep this going. And I'm glad to see you back. You're healthy, right. which is most important. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. You know, God bless and hey, we're here.
1: Thank you. You have a good night, man. We
0: do the same, champ. Yes, sir.